Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point process, online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting The Boiling Point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. So you're recording right now? Yes. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> Ooh, that's, Whoa. I don't know. Don's, <laughs> Point production Don's, team a little, trusted. Don's a little sketchy. So Dave, what's, what's, what's going on with the mustache today? Um, I, just, I like it, by the way. You look like a hockey player. Oh, yeah. I look like a 70s throwback hockey player, except I'm missing the No, you the look mullet. like a 2019 uh, hockey Well, actually, there the are mustache. some. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> no, the, it's Movember. Okay. And that's uh, grow mustache, and uh, it has to be mustache. It's not, as my friend said, not uh, goat vember, because he said I had a goatee, and I had to actually have a proper mustache. And I, th- I think the, the other funny thing, an amazing thing about Movember is, I could become, I could do it, I could cheat and just shave my beard, but that's not allowed. You got to grow it out, go through right. the awkward middle stage. Right. So I'm in the <laughs> middle of it, in the in awkward stage, as you pointed out. And, um, and I'm about to sneeze because probably one of the mustache hairs popped in my nose. And the backstory for me that I always find interesting is that now, like, so, uh, you know, I've, I've been sporting this mustache and I see someone and they go, oh, you're doing Movember. And they, you know, the first time Movember kicked off, the guy who was part of the creative agency that supported the kickoff of this, you know, it's all all raising awareness for prostate cancer, um, it, it was a was a friend of a, or it was my my friend's brother in law. So I got this call like, could you please do this? And we had a friend who was going through prostate cancer, and it was two thousand eight, I think. And uh, so I started doing it, but no one knew what it was about. Other than it just looked You're like, so embarrassed about your mustache. It looked really bad. It looked bad. No, but I had people that would just, like my wife saying, Dave, you got to wear a sign saying what you're doing because that mustache looks so terrible. It looks like you actually think it's cool. You know what I mean? So so, uh, so that's, I'm a little, um, that when I, I had a little duster when I was younger and that would be how I'd go in, you know, in the small Saskatchewan towns when I was playing hockey to pull beer. Nice. Uh, I don't need that anymore. I, you know, I've got, you know, I've got well, a Dave, receding hairline. I, I think that's great. And in a little bit, we're going to introduce our... Um, our amazing guest. Oh, do we I have a guest today? Yeah, we I do. Mean, we're I, not going to talk I, about my I mustache. I just can't wait to hear her opinion on your mustache yes. as well. So she, she, Dave, said, she already said Magnum PI. Uh, a nice uh, transition, if you will, or segue is um, I'm, uh, our how, guest. How, how do you make a segue? Uh, well, of, of well, we're November. talking about mustaches, and yeah. I'm saying I can't wait for the, our next guest to to oh, remark on it. Okay. And our next oh. guest was also. 
a guest of our last Boiling Point Process live event in mm. Moncton. That, Moncton. In my opinion, I thought it went very well. We pulled it off uh, with many uh, different uh, potential pitfalls, and we actually did it. So high five on that. And uh, I think we're going to be doing many more of these uh, Boiling Point Process tours. Uh, our, our guest high fived us as well. Yes, it's good. So it's Tammy Perry. Like, oh, there we go. Tammy Perry <laughs> is, our, is our guest. Welcome uh, into, the, uh, into the booth, Tammy. Yeah, I, I feel like I should be growing a mustache, and I, I can work on it. But you I sure can. No, I don't. You know, you it might take a little longer. Impressive. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I think I should do the opposite. Remember, like I should just shave the mustache and have the uh, the Quaker beard. beard oh yeah, you know? don't do that. I, don't I do think that. That would be good. So, Tammy, you um, you wear a lot of hats in your in your in your CV, if you will. I know you from uh, the Shaping Purpose team, from uh, being a, an expert in uh, in e-learning and courseware and all all these different uh, you know digital email marketing. Because uh, you and I met uh, probably a year and a half or two years ago or so, something of that nature, and always admired your expertise in this. And this is why we wanted you to be uh, at the Boiling Point process, talking about different platforms and your platform uh, being the the ability for businesses to actually create courses and mm-hmm. sell them and connect with their potential clients. And, and just just one just one thing to point out, like for guests or for listeners that don't aren't aware of what the Boiling Point process is. It's, uh, we do live events. We have an online training, and it's just how to be heard in a noisy marketplace. And and, uh, and and so Tammy came to the last live event. And so because we've been trying to create our own online training, we really invited Tammy to come on so we could learn ourselves. Yes. So Tammy, first of all, let's let's just get your introduction. I, I only skimmed the very top of your robust history and your essence. Tell us about you. <laughs> That's a big so, question. She's like, she's like, finally, I get to talk. These guys. They <laughs> and and talk by and the talk way, I'm talk. a big motorbike uh, geek as well. Um, oh, wow. Unfortunately, excellent. I sold my motorbike about five years ago to my buddy. But I do have uh, right to first refusal to get it back. Uh, excellent. What was it? I was a uh, 77 GS550, um, which was the same motorbike, that the very same bike that my dad took me uh, on when I was about six years old. I was on the back of it. Uh, maybe it was five years old. I can't remember because his friend owned it that many years ago. And I bought it from him in 1995. Excellent. Um, yeah. So, and it's gone now, but uh, I can always get it back. Excellent. And, and Tammy's a, a motorcycle enthusiast. I know, well, I know she's going to talk about okay. that. Okay. Tammy. Part of the- All right. Um, Back in, uh, can I start from high school? Wherever you want. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, just like everybody else in high school. So Mm -hmm. I listened to whatever the school people said, and they said, you know what? You're good in math. You'd be good at computer programming. This was in 1984, right? When computers, people didn't have computers. The school had one room with, you know, two floppy drive computers. So I said, well, I don't know what else to do. That's what I'll do. Well, I did it for a year. I came second in my class, did really well, you know, really good at it, hated it did not want to ever punch stuff into a computer and read computer paper. You I, know? I can relate, by the way. Right? Yeah. I, I'd rather be exactly riding my motorcycle or yeah. doing something outside or, you know, when you're young, you, you want to be doing other things than sitting in a room looking at code. Plus, I thought computers should be doing this. Why are people doing this? You know, you're looking for tiny anomalies in large bits of data. Isn't that what computers do, right? I was blown away that... We hadn't invented a computer to do what I was learning how to do. Blew me away. So I decided to go, um, I said, what do I love to do? I love to do photography. I'm going to go study photography. So I went to uh, college and did a two-year diploma in communication arts, photography, graphic design, journalism. And then to round it all off, I went to Loyalist in Ontario and did television production. Oh, cool. So I got to do all that fun stuff. Loved it, really enjoyed it. 
um, came back to St. John for a medical issue that I had and ended up picking up a job at a photo lab. And within a few months, serendipitously met somebody in a bar who was going on maternity leave and needed me to take her place as a computer instructor because there weren't a whole lot of people in town that were good with computers, right? And I said, wow, that's a really good opportunity. I'm going to give it a go. So since then, I've been teaching adults how to use computer software. And very quickly, I transitioned into teaching desktop publishing because that was my forte, photography, graphic design, journalism. So I started putting together courses for people that worked for newspapers and newspaper offices and magazines and communications companies on uh, how to use graphic design programs and software. So from there, I got into um, online learning and development when I started working for uh, Memorial University in Newfoundland for the medical school. Hmm. So for the medical school, I used all the same skills to build online programs and got really involved in instructional design and started getting working towards my degree in adult education. So I started doing more instructional design, multimedia development for online courses there. And then I had one of those big midlife epiphanies that was, why am I sitting in a building with no windows every day, day in, day out, and not being happy. And I decided to completely change my life, sold everything, gave the rest away, hopped on my motorcycle and took off to Guatemala. <laughs> from here? Or from, <laughs> from Newfoundland. Yeah. How, long, how, long, yeah. how long did that take to get down? A month or so. And like, is that, was that driving? I had to do a stopover in California. I was uh, speaking at an event there, so I had to do a stopover. Smart. Do <laughs> so it sounded like... You came to a position of big decision. Big decision. What am I about to do? Is this my purpose? Is this what I'm here to be sitting in a windowless environment the rest of my life? And like, it sounds like what a lot of people do is you kind of find headspace. And for you, it was uh, the motorbike and going That's on right. an epic trip. So what was the result of that? There were many results of that. But, uh, you know, people's first question is, why a motorcycle? Where did that all come from? And like you, my dad taught me to ride when I was a teenager on his little Honda 450. And uh, we made plans to do a cross-country trip. He was going to do early retirement. He was going to retire at 55. So he had this big gold wing. He had it all outfitted. He had his whole big trip planned. And I was going to ride the 450. And we were going to go... To Vancouver and back on these bikes. Well, my dad didn't make it to 55. Uh-huh. He died at 50 of lung cancer and had never left the city on his bike. Uh-huh. He may have done one trip, I think, maybe to uh, Trois-Rivières in uh, right, Quebec, right. but yeah, he didn't get to do that. So when I hit my little midlife thing, when I was thinking, you know, this has got to be more than this. Is this all there is? And I had great people to work with, you know, I had great people around me. I had, but there was something huge missing and I had to make a decision. Am I going to stay here or am I going to go? And the first thing I thought of was, you know, my dad never did get to do that cross-country motorcycle trip. So that's why, that's where the motorcycle Incredible. came from. What a, what a gift from your dad to you. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Don't make, make your decision. Don't procrastinate and put it off and wait till... Things are perfect. 
because they're never perfect, for one thing. That's never the right time for anything. You know what? And things didn't work work out perfectly when I went to Guatemala. You know, some, you know, my, my house sale fell through. So I'm in Guatemala and you can't do anything. You know, you can't sign any papers from Guatemala. My house sale fell through. The guy pulled out at the last minute and decided not to buy it. So I had to figure out, you know, I had to find people to rent. I had to... All that from another country. That contract, I had actually decided, um, taken a contract to work on a Adobe and Microsoft project while in Guatemala, and that fell through. In the meantime, my uh, teenage daughter, who had been on her own, was having some troubles and really needed my help. So guess who came with me to Guatemala, uh-huh. right? Who ended up in Guatemala with me for three months. So a lot of things didn't work out because I... I had a, it, it was, it was a reaction, right? And it, it wasn't really as proactive as it could have been. There could, there could have been better planning. There could have been a lot of better ways to go about making this happen. So it feels like a real natural segue to the course that you've developed. So you've got all the technical skills over the years mm-hmm. um, and you're a natural trainer um, and you personally went through a massive decision. And I still love to hear what the next fi- chapter of that was. But why don't you tell us the next chapter, but also position into the course that you've developed on helping people to figure out if they should stay or go. Because like I said, as I walked in, I'm excited to take this myself. And I think, Dave, you can probably relate because Dave and I talk about this stuff all the time. It's like yeah. got successful businesses, great families, all that stuff. But it's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. What's 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 next? You know, and it's not it, a bad thing. It's it's people who want to live a full life really want to live a full life. So where do I go from here? Like how do I make that happen? It's not just people who are, you know, in a in a slump or maybe you're depressed or maybe a lot of people who are depressed really need to make changes and you know, but there's more people like my dad who are going along just great who weren't making decisions in a in a in a good way you know they were making decisions based on a future life that may or may not happen Mm. so my trip to Guatemala I ended up spending about a year there met some wonderful people I ended up um, getting online contracts doing uh, course development for a company in Ireland and our clients were in Saudi Arabia and other places around the world it was really really kind of fun work and you know uh, I did tons of that kind of work and I did tons of motorcycle trips. I went to Cambodia for a month and brought, or two months, and I brought um, laptops into a a mountain village to help them build a school there. And I did all kinds of work in Mexico doing, um, um, what do you call it? I don't want to call it charity work, but volunteer work to work with other nonprofits who were looking to build online courses but didn't know how. So for free, I'd, I'd be doing my regular online work and I'd help them with their project management and show them what they need to do to build an online course. And uh, I was constantly looking for other contracts. So um, uh, I saw this photography company that was looking for someone to build online courses for them. And I decided to investigate. I looked up this one fellow who was doing instruction for them and instructional design and found his email, contacted him, and it turned out I was in Guanajuato, Mexico at the time, and he was right next door, (laughs) about 40 minutes away from me. So that was a fun connection. Added him on Facebook, and it turns out he's from St. John, New Brunswick. Oh, this is Mark. And who else was it but 
My Mark. brother. Your brother, Mark. <laughs> That's yes. hilarious. Small world. So Mark and I decide to go for coffee back in St. John, right? So uh, After you connect, at, did we you connected, guys meet in Mexico? We didn't meet in Mexico. Just on, we just yeah. connected online, realized we were so close, decided we were both going to be in St. John in a couple of weeks. We said, okay, let's meet in St. John. We go to coffee shop and in walks Don, <laughs> your dad. That's my dad and the guy behind the mixer right now. <laughs> yeah. Don walks he's in and overhears Mark and I talking about e-learning development and online courses and things like that. And he goes, oh, I've got I've got somebody that I need these questions answered. You know, you're do you want to meet him tomorrow? And since then, I've been working with this um, this person, Lauren Brett, who developed an amazing course that helps people through difficult transitions. He worked with a lot of really smart people to get this course together and it's uh, been researched by the University of British Columbia. Um, a whole research team has gone through and and studied the course to prove that it actually helps people work through life transitions more easily and be more successful at the end. So, oh, I didn't realize. So, and he, I, I don't, I know his son, um, but he's quite, a, he's very successful uh, businessman. Yes, um, and, and, and that's part of his story too. Is transitioning out of that in right. retirement. Oh, inter- I didn't know yeah. he was really tough to the on the project. Oh, yes, he's so a super, super. And, so, and he's uh, like, in, uh, he was in the car business before transitioning out, as I know. And that would be a pretty straightforward transactional kind of. I mean, yeah. there's a lot. I mean, customer service is important, all that stuff. But, but I mean, that's kind of a hard nosed business. So it's interesting that to hear of his interest in th- in this. Yeah, he wow. had. A lot of, uh, you know, what do you call it, in the fire, you know, a lot of stuff Irons going on, fire, irons yeah. in the fire, yeah. and a lot of different businesses that he's developed, software businesses, he's done restaurants, he's done a lot of things, always been very busy. Hmm. So he was quite excited to turn the keys over to his son yeah. and, you know, say, I'm going to retire. But when he did that, there was a implosion, you know, he ran out of things to do and, and lacked purpose and became purposeless. And it was in getting himself out of that that he consulted all these people to find a path, a journey, a way to get out of that and mm. into a more directed, like a more f- fulfilling yeah. life. So, so you were brought in to help, that, well, this, this course was already built or was, was it you to... Were you coming in to tweak it or build it from the ground up? So the course was already built by instructional designers and psychologists was involved and all of as a classroom uh, program. In person, right. An yes. in-person classroom program, which gets quite expensive for people to be able to fly to a central location and, and pay for hotels and all that stuff. <laughs> So Lauren really wanted this to go online so that he could reach more people with mm-hmm. it, so that more people could take advantage of this learning process. Plus, uh, a four-day weekend is like, um, you know, it's like Santa Claus coming, and then there's this major crash afterwards because you, you you lose your support system. You just had this wonderful group of people sharing deep life oh, like if you transitions. Go on, if you go on site versus, yeah, I see what you're saying. On yeah. site versus, yeah. you know, and doing online. it online yeah. because what I've done with the online program is broken it down into a three-month program oh, cool. so that you work in groups and actually get a lot of support, weekly live support yeah. as you go. And we stretch it out so that you can actually uh, stay in the group for a year or longer as a mastermind group so that you're you're constantly supported in your decisions. So, and what, have we... 
I, have we talked about the name of the courses yet? I don't think we have. <laughs> the course is called Life in Sight, and the, the company's called Shaping Purpose. So it's the Shaping Purpose process, and the online version of the course is Life in Sight. Excellent. And, and who are you aiming like uh, to come into this? Um, your avatar? Yeah, who's your, who's your <laughs> avatar, Tammy? Our avatar. We have um, three avatars right now. And there's a potential for many more, but we have successfully taught this course uh, in in person to high school students transitioning to university. Okay, they've done uh, they've made amazing um, groundbreaking discoveries in who they are, so that they can figure out what they want to do when they grow up. Or basically, um, we have the um, veterans going into civilian life, which is a huge, huge, huge problematic area. Yep. You, you can't live in a place where you're told what your values are and you're told what to wear and, and where to go and everything's provided for you and in such horrendous circumstances in a lot of cases and then just pop back into civilian life as if, you know. So this course has been so successful with that that we recently got a grant from the Canadian government to study it further with couples leaving the military. Really? So that's wow. one a really strong avatar that um, Andrew Garsh is working on right now. He's putting that together, that whole the whole research program together that's, that's on the go. And I'm focusing on people in midlife transition, people who are um, like me, who were thinking, uh, should I stay in this nine to five job and continue what I'm doing and continue on this path and be miserable? Or not miserable and just be okay, or not fully fulfilled. Or do I find fulfillment and and make the decision to? So, in order to make that decision to sell everything and take off, you have to know what you want. You can't do that willy nilly. <laughs> you got to know what you want. Mm. So this course, if I had taken this course just before that, things would have been much. I was more smooth. Ask, when you sold everything and went on that trip, did you have any idea? Were you hoping for discovery or did you have any clue of what you thought you were, you were chasing? All I knew was that um, I needed to travel and see the world. I needed to break out and, and meet more people and see people, people uh, more diverse populations. Where, where did you grow up, by the way? I just meant to ask that earlier. All over St. John. Okay, so I've, like you're St. John. Yeah, I'm a St. John. Okay, I was yeah. just curious about that because yeah. it's funny. I talk to and not everyone, but a lot of a lot of New Brunswickers have like like have a thirst for getting away, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. And and I had the opposite where I was always like I was up in the Yukon, but my parents had this value of travel, and I was always traveling. And my wife didn't have that experience, and so it's just mm -hmm. interesting to to. Um, you know, to the the real need she has for our kids to explore the world. So I, I just mm. wonder if that there's any. You know, it's, I don't know if it's part of the psychology around the these parts or what. But I just I, I don't know if that applies to you or not. If you're from um, an island community, Islanders, Newfoundland, Prince Edward Island, mm. um, Australians, Yukon, Yukon, that's <laughs> sort of like an feels island. like an island. <laughs> no, uh, no. It's the same idea. You yeah. tend to get wanderlust because you're you're Isolated. in a contained environment but you always go back or you always find a home after. They go out for 10, 20 years and they always come home. You, uh, the big joke in Newfoundland is, how do you tell a Newfoundlander in heaven? 
they're the only ones that want to go home. <laughs> right? So I think St. John, New Brunswick is that mm-hmm. same kind of area. It's mm-hmm. blue, beautiful. It's almost magical mm-hmm. in, its, in its natural beauty and the coastline. And you've got access to nature and you've got access to businesses and you've got access to everything you need. But it's the same people. Mm-hmm. It's the same avatar everywhere. And you want to see yeah, it's, more. It, it's it's pretty uniform in the population, mm-hmm. you know, to, compar- comparatively, you know, to mm-hmm. other regions. So, um, so how do people learn more about the the course? And and because um, I'm guessing there's a way you can you can go in and you can test it, take a test webinar. drive. Webinar. Uh, I started a webinar. Doing okay. One so so yeah. so yeah. so Tammy, tell us. Like listeners are going to say, hey, we're interested in this, and uh, I'm thinking we should get Lauren on the on a podcast at some we point. Totally should get. Like, Lauren it sounds here. so interesting to mm-hmm. hear. I'd love to hear a story. I don't know him, like I said, but I know certainly know his son via you, actually, yeah, Greg, yeah. Um, and a great guy. Um, but I, I'm so fascinated by you know kind of what would get someone to say, hey, I got, this is my experience. I'm going to create a course to support other people. And then to hear the types of avatars, mm-hmm. like, you know, particularly the military piece, like, wow, very interesting. So mm-hmm. so someone listening and maybe they don't fit those avatars perfectly, but they go, I, I'm interested, or maybe they do fit it perfectly. I really, well, how do they learn more? Best thing to do is go to bestlifeinsight.com. Insight being I-N-S-I-G-H-T. Correct. Which is a nice plan of words. Yes. yes. So thank you for clarifying the spelling. Life to, Insight or Life Insight? Life insight. Yeah, com. There's um, a registration there for a webinar coming up on the 26th, I believe. I hope I got the date right. November 26th. And it's a, uh, a webinar about how to make better decisions. Mm. And... It also happens to lay out the basics of the course itself. This is a that free, free webinar? It's a free webinar. Oh, so you can go register for the webinar. It's one hour long. And um, I explain the process, the shaping purpose process of decision making, which is part of the course eventually. And at the end, I explain also on how you can learn more. Mm-hmm. So there is um, an introduction to the course at the end as well, just Full transparency there. It is yeah, a and, and, webinar and is it with the purpose of... And we're very familiar with the whole uh, the whole funnel approach is, you know, you, you want to give people a taste through the free webinar. And everybody understands there's going to be an opportunity to purchase something further. Are we looking at um, prices that are manageable? Because some courses are so expensive that it just people can't do it. Other courses are so so cheap that nobody believes that it's got value. Exactly. <laughs> it's a really interesting... And it's yeah. difficult to find that. So what what I would like to do is get an inaugural group, so founding members, to start building a community that helps people deal with big transitions in life and how to make their life more worthwhile mm. so that they never, ever have to sit there and think, is this all there is, mm. right? I don't, you know, and, and should I stay or should I go? If you're in a relationship, you're in a job, you're in a location that you don't want to be, should you stay or should you go? So we want to make sure that we give people the opportunity to learn how to do that. And you'll learn how to do that in the webinar. And so, and just to go back to what you said earlier, you know, the course has, people have gone through it uh, in person, in Mm -hmm. classroom settings. 
when you're saying this inaugural community, you're just talking about the online version. Just of the it. online so, version. So yeah, people it's been should well. know that people should know that it's it's not yeah. like the first time they, anyone's going through the course. It's just the first yeah. online opportunity. It's well tested and hugely successful, and, right. and it's been proven, like I said, with that uh, research study, which right. nobody else has, by the way, that I know of. So you can't go and find uh, a research project done on a course to prove that it works, that mm. the efficacy is there. It's not, you know, I've, I've never seen it for anyone else. Right. Tony Robbins didn't start out with a scientific study to see if his stuff worked. He just did it for 20 years and it proved itself. Yeah. We actually have a study to show that yeah. this works. That's yeah. cool. These are the Boiling Point Takeaways. So Dave, um, we are coming to the end of a very engaging interview that we just had with uh, Tammy Perry. Thank you, Tammy, for this. And um, talking about the course, Life Insight, Best Life Insight. Life Insight. Life Insight. I did it right the first time. And you and I are really excited about uh, learning about online training. But outside of that, on a personal level, I know I'm going to actually sign up for the webinar. Uh, I'm excited to, to learn more. Uh, what, how about you, Dave? What are some of the takeaways that you have from this conversation? Number one, about the business model or about Tammy's incredible journey? Well, <laughs> yeah, I know there's a bunch. I know, I mean, I, I love, uh, I love. you know, we didn't talk about but the digital nomad lifestyle that, that I know a little bit about. It's kind of very interesting. But that's not a takeaway as much as just a, a, a curiosity I have. As a coach, part of the beauty of it and part of the challenge is that you're asking your clients or encouraging your clients or requesting your clients to, to build and grow and develop, and that it means you have to do it yourself, right? So, and this, and, and when I say it's, it's a gift and a curse, is it's like, you're like, oh, I think I'm done working on myself, but there's, there's, there's new levels, there's new levels. So as I listen to this and I hear the background, the research, I think that's a big takeaway is having, you know, like something that's actually been uh, tested and, and I'm intrigued. I w- I'd like to know how I'm, how am I making decisions? So I believe I'm a lifelong learner and um, I'd like to check it out. So my takeaway is that we're always learning and evolving and growing and and, you know, how cool it is to have content that you can be exposed to. You know, it doesn't mean you have to travel to New York or to Chicago or Toronto or St. John or anywhere else. So uh, so that's that's my takeaway. All right. Yeah. And with my November mustache. Uh, I know. Uh, I yeah, you're looking good. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you're looking Greg, good. Greg was flipping the camera <laughs> just in case I didn't know. I was well, to Dave, for, for those of you who are just tuning in now, um, I'm, I'm spinning around. That's really nice. <laughs> Dave is all embarrassed about his November mustache. And I think no, it, I'm, it, prou- it, I'm it, proud it of it. It looks cute. I'm proud of it. Um, my takeaway, now I'm embarrassed. My takeaway is after, and, and for those of you who are just tuning in on this video right now, You'll have to listen to this whole episode with Tammy Perry on BowlingPointPodcast.com. Uh, Tammy, Tammy's adventure when she realized that she needed to make a decision, uh, was it time for her to stay or time for her to go? She made the decision to sell everything, drop it all, get on her motorbike, and then drive all the way down to Guatemala. What we had just learned, though, is if she had a little bit more of a f- uh, focus on what she wanted to what were some of the outcomes that she was actually running away from, if you will? Like when we try to make a big decision midlife uh, and say, I, I, I want to quit this job. I want to go do something else. Well, f- having some tools to help you make that decision to figure out, okay, don't just blindly go. Maybe there are ways to make really strategic decisions. And I, that's my takeaway is because mm. uh, I'm very much like Tammy back in those old days. I make decisions quickly and I don't put a lot of thought into them. And a lot of times they work out brilliantly. 
and other times they're an absolute disaster. So I'm looking forward to taking this this course, Tammy. Uh, and Tammy, how about you? Uh, before before oh, we yeah. go to Tammy, what about would this course have been helpful? You know, as your family planning and that sort of thing. Do you think? Um, uh, what are you getting at, uh, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I both. <laughs> <laughs> are crazy because we we love kids and we decide well into in, well me well to my I, I I have no fear over having a third child uh, at this age. Congratu- Dave, congrat- I'm sorry that, that you do. <laughs> Congratulations! Now, by the way. I'm, I'm saying that because it hasn't happened yet to me, but it has to you. So uh, talk to me after December 13th, and yeah. I'll let you know That's if a I big have a different event. answer. And I and, I, and it's, it will be the best choice you ever made. The best choice. And uh, and, and Tammy, uh, this is a new audience uh, on the on the on the video. So. Why don't you do just a, a quick recap about our conversation and how people can get involved? Well, the best way to get involved is to go to bestlifeinsight.com and sign up for the webinar. It's a free webinar. And what you're going to learn there is the steps you need to take to make better life decisions. And Dave, the mustache looks handsome. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank yeah, you so much, Tammy. Handsome is better than cute. And for all the listeners, uh, make sure you uh, check out more of our Bowling Bo- Point uh, podcast episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also subscribe and like, and we really appreciate it. So we'll see you next week, Dave. See you, buddy. Thanks, Tammy. Thank you. Thanks, Tammy. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on BlastTheRadio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.